It's another great day for wellness. And this is Bones bringing the packs of F3 Nation the latest strategies and tips to accelerate their king and optimize their queen. Health is a journey and requires you to take a proactive approach on a daily basis. Knowing exactly what to do and how to do it will help you achieve it faster. Each week, we are going to be interviewing the leading health and wellness experts, sharing inspiring stories from the packs, and diving into the latest research to help you optimize your health. So get ready as we embark on your hunt for wellness. Well, welcome back to another edition of the Hunt for Wellness podcast. This is Dr. Tunis Hunt, otherwise known as Bones in the Gloom. And Pax, it's almost 2022. If you're listening to this uh, on the drop date, it's only days away. If you're listening to it a little bit later, it might be past the New Year's. And I hope everyone had a safe and healthy one. And if it's coming up, uh, be safe and be healthy. So I wanted to do something a little bit different with today's podcast. I really wanted to take an opportunity and reflect a little bit about this past year. I think this is the time of year when we can do that, when we can think about the blessings we've had, the challenges we've overcome, and really kind of prepare ourselves for what's coming up in in the new year. And if you're like me, I try to think about what it is that I really want. What is it that I really want to achieve in different aspects of my life? And that can be spiritual. It can be with my family. It can be financial. And certainly, it can be health-related. And I hope many of you are thinking about what those goals might be in all those areas and challenging yourselves to improve your king and queen in the upcoming year and really using January as a springboard to do that. And if anyone caught our last episode, it was with Tommy Boy. And we talked about the Warrior Nutrition Challenge or the Warrior Weight Loss Challenge, however you want to talk about it. And it's an opportunity to organize a friendly uh, competition, if you will, amongst members of your region or Shield Lock or Cafeteria to, to encourage each other to lose weight, to push each other physically and mentally, and really start the year off strong. Uh, I know in our region, I'm kind of affiliated with a couple uh, real close to us, uh, and in both of them, uh, there is a nutrition challenge going on. Uh, some of them have buy-ins, some of them don't, some of them have different parameters, but if you didn't get to check out that show, make sure that you go back and listen to it. And be that guy in your region that just takes the mantle and runs with it. Because I think a lot of times guys want to do that. Uh, We're competitive by nature. And um, if someone just is willing to organize it and and run with it, if you will, cue it, I think other guys will follow. So let me be that encourager to you to do that and, and to roll with it. So really what I wanted to do today is take a few moments and reflect on 2021, and more specifically, reflect on 2021 health tips that I shared on the COT podcast. Uh, As many of you know, I contribute on a weekly basis to the COT podcast, Um, and if you're not checking that out, please do. That is a fantastic way of staying connected with the nation. Hello Kitty and Rapido do a great job of uh, sharing uh, the the news of the nation, uh, T-Claps, Uh, taps, and really what you need to know to accelerate as an F3 
uh, participant. So be sure to check that out on a weekly basis. But one of the segments that has been part of that show really since the very beginning is a health tip. And I have had an opportunity to share um, close to 100 health tips at this point over the course of 18 months. But I really wanted to take a moment and reflect on the health tips that we had in 2021. So what I'm going to do is kind of read through the health tips that um, I shared. Some of them you may remember if you missed an episode or two, or if you're newer to F3 and you didn't tune into the podcast uh, that were being offered, you may have not heard any of these. And so I really wanted to give an opportunity to reflect on these. If you've uh, implemented some of these, congratulations. If you've thought about implementing some of these and then forgot about it, uh, this might be a good reminder to get started and start uh, implementing some of these. And so I'm going to kind of read a lot of them but not in complete detail. I'll probably make a small comment about a few of them, but uh, if you get a chance, if, if something really piques your interest and you want to know more information, uh, reach out to me uh, at bones at huntforwellness.com or on the nation's Slack channel at bones. And we can maybe utilize an upcoming hunt for wellness podcast, really diving deeper into whatever subject matter that might be. Uh, or you can obviously go back through the archives and listen to a previous COT uh, uh, show uh, and listen to the tip in and of itself. So anyway, that's what I want to do uh, kind of to uh, finish out this year and move us into the 2022 season. So what were some of the health tips that were shared on the COT podcast this past year? Well, starting about a year ago, I shared the importance of setting a health goal and defining the why. And there's a lot of research around how to set goals in the acronym SMART goals and really kind of setting something out there that's measurable, something that's attainable, and something that you can track and something that you can be accountable to. So you know, if that's you this year, when you're thinking about your goals, go ahead and set one, whatever that might be. It might be to lose weight. It might be to improve your time in a run, maybe improve your Merkin, may just be a posting an extra day in the gloom this year. So whatever that health goal is and really kind of define the why. Uh, I think if you've heard uh, the podcast last week, Tommy Boy kept referring back to you know, the reason he wanted to do the warrior nutrition challenge wasn't in and of itself to lose weight or to uh, hit a certain metric, but instead he was forward thinking to that day of walking down his daughter, uh, you know, down the aisle when she got married or, you know, uh, kind of really being around uh, when his grandkids were around. And I've shared the same thing about not just getting older in life and not just being a grandfather, but being a healthy grandfather, a healthy person that I can really enjoy life. And that starts with us doing the things that we need to do today and on a daily basis, uh, achieving those health goals. So whatever those are, uh, think about that, make that a priority in your life and set those health goals. I then talked about the importance of a digital fast where I kind of just reminded ourselves that we can get sucked into this technology, that we can be scrolling on Facebook or Twitter or even Slack and just lose ourselves and our ability to really pay attention to what's around us and allow ourselves to, to read a book or engage in our family. So 
just a quick reminder, uh, if you haven't taken a digital fast in a while, try that. Maybe it's a week. Maybe it's two weeks. Maybe it's just a day. But whatever that is, uh, take that digital fast. I then talked about increasing running speed. Now, running speed is important to a lot of packs. And I introduced the concept of the fart lick. And uh, we kind of talked about how changing the speed during our training can do a lot with that. So if you're unfamiliar with fart lick or kind of interval running training, check that out. It's a great way to increase your running speed. I know we're entering into some of the running season here where we are. Got a couple big events that typically happen early on in the season. So a lot of guys are thinking about their runs and uh, a lot of the AOs are kind of geared towards running. So implement some of that, not just that long, steady state run that lasts for hours and miles upon miles, but integrate some of that speed work. It can make a lot of um, improvement to it. Uh, we talked about tips for posting consistently, about the idea of being accountable, letting somebody know what your workout schedule is for the week. Just uh, let your chill lock know uh, what days you're planning on posting for for the week, and that can hold you a lot, you know, pretty accountable. Let your M know that you're going to post in the morning. I know recently my 2.1 uh, Cooper, uh, otherwise known as uh, Purple Rain in the uh, gloom, he started uh, wanting to post. And I'll tell you that that's helped me be much more accountable. Uh, even when I feel tired and I don't want to post, having him waiting on me to get up to do that is a great way of kind of staying consistent. We talked about setting your clothes out the night before. These are all little tips and tricks that you can do to make sure that you're a little more consistent with your posting, especially as we get into the winter months when it's a little bit tougher to get into the gloom. We talked about the best time to go to bed, and I shared that we have a circadian rhythm in our body, and really from a scientific standpoint, Ideally, we want to be to sleep by 10 p.m. and that the hours between 10 p.m. and even midnight or 1 a.m. are really those high-quality sleep hours that uh, we're really doing ourselves a disservice if we're not getting quality sleep during those hours. We talked about the importance of the warm-up prior to exercising and that you know starting out with cold muscles aren't necessarily the best uh, way of approaching a workout. And if you have an AO that doesn't have a lot of warm up built in in the front end, then making sure that you're doing that prior to showing up or getting there early to allow yourself to do the warm up. But if you are an AO or if you're a Q that incorporates a warm up, really spend some time on it and, and being smart and intentional about it. So then we talked about nose breathing. And although that sounds weird and, and funny to talk about thinking that we breathe through our nose anyway. A lot of people don't, that uh, we breathe through our mouths. And that science and research shows that breathing through our nose is actually healthier and we're able to inhale and, and, and get a deeper breath when we, when we nose breathe. And a hack at night, for instance, if you're a, someone who opens their mouth or breathes through their mouth during the night, is to apply a, a small piece of tape over your lips. And uh, mouth taping is what they kind of call it. And I have personally done that. It's a little weird to get used to. But I will say that I always wake up more refreshed and having a better night's sleep when I'm incorporating some nose breathing throughout the night. I talked about the dangers of disinfectants and that there's lots of chemicals and different things and different sprays of household cleaners. And maybe using more of a natural uh, substance would be good. I talked about organ meats 
and the importance of eating nose to tail when it comes to nutrition. And that a lot of times the most nutrient dense aspects of an animal are their organs. And that unfortunately you can't always get organ meat or you may not want to eat organ meat and that's okay. That there's other options out there like desiccated organs supplements and things that you can do to hack that. Then we talked about chiropractic care. And as many of you know, I am a chiropractor and I kind of just brushed the surface about what chiropractic is, the benefits of chiropractic care, the idea that it's enhancing your overall nervous system, which then enhances the overall quality of your health and life, that it's not just about back pain or neck pain or headaches. And certainly those things can be approved upon. But if you haven't uh, tried chiropractic care, it may be something that really benefits you and what you're choosing to do as far as a health strategy. We talked about... um, having a dark room when you sleep. Uh, The idea that light, even when our eyes are closed, can be a problem to our circadian rhythm and our ability to fall asleep and our melatonin production. And that things like wearing an eye mask or really using blackout curtains can be a great strategy um, when you're looking for a really deep uh, and solid sleep. We talked about nutrients for mental health and the idea that there's certain things that we can be taking to to help um, uh, how we think and how we deal with stress and how we deal with um, uh, uh, kind of anxiety and depression, if you will. Um, We talked about some of those vitamins were um, vitamin B, for instance, Um, vitamin C, is another good one. Omega-3, which is found, you know, like a fish oil supplement and, and some of those things that you can be implementing on a daily basis. We talked about the power of napping and taking that power nap that uh, uh, for most of the time is that sweet spot is about 20 minutes. Uh, if you can get that in, uh, or if you go longer, that you need to go about 90 minutes to allow that fur that, that uh, full REM sleep to, to kind of go in. So if you get a chance to take a little power nap on a daily basis, it's a great way to recharge and refresh your batteries. We talked about some uh, uh, allergy relief uh, s- strategies, things that you can be doing to kind of help during allergy season. Uh, one of the things that you can use is using a neti pot. And we talked about neti pot and how that kind of irrigates the nasal cavity instead of having to take a bunch of inhalers or other sinus medicines. Uh, using the neti pot can be really good. Talked about the power of the plank, uh, the idea that that simple position of planking can go a long way as far as building um, core stability muscles. Uh, engaging a lot of the different muscles in the body. And that just as simple as something as simple as that is a great thing to add into your overall um, workout strategy. Uh, The following uh, uh, tip was I was on vacation down in Mexico and I talked about the importance of getting away and enjoying a vacation. So if you haven't taken one in a while, make sure you plan one this year. Uh, Taking a vacation is a great way to unwind, disconnect, and really just uh, recharge those batteries and enjoy some time with family or friends. And then talked about the power of sunlight and how sunlight has healing properties that it can convert cholesterol in your skin to vitamin D that we need so 
much. Uh, we talked about how sunlight in the retina, in the eyes, um, also will do that. And it will help with that circadian rhythm of falling asleep at night and melatonin production. So getting out in the sun a few hours a day is absolutely important. I talked about the benefit of giving blood, how not only are you saving the lives of other people, but by giving blood on a regular basis, there's other benefits to the, to the donor. Things like decreasing blood viscosity, which allows your blood to flow easier, uh, reducing iron stores in your body um, because uh, high levels of that can lead to other issues um, like cardiovascular disease. So giving blood on a regular basis is a fantastic thing. I then talked about soul water, S-O-L-E water. That's where I introduced the idea of using some Himalayan sea salt in water and how utilizing a little bit of that on a daily basis is a great way of not only um, staying hydrated, but getting those minerals in your system to, to really improve your overall health. We talked about the strategy of, of, of what you do with there. You kind of basically take some water and put it, or excuse me, some Himalayan sea salt uh, in a, a good jug or excuse me, jar of water and allow it to dissolve over a course of, you know, 24, 48 hours. And then you just kind of take a little teaspoon of it. On a, on a daily basis in a cup of water. And it's a great way of uh, really putting a lot of minerals in your system and, and really kind of helping your overall health as well. It helps with muscle cramping and it helps with hydration just overall. I then introduced some strategies around eating out when we go to restaurants. You know, what do we need to do to make sure that our, our um, strategy or our health um, strategy isn't thrown out the window every time we go out to, to a restaurant. That preparation is the key. That if you have a chance to look at a menu before you go to identify if there are things that line up with what you want to eat versus waiting till you get there and you feel pressured or you're overly hungry or you're smelling the smells and allowing that to dictate it. I talked about avoiding the bread basket and adding protein and kind of sticking to the, to the good healthy proteins and vegetables on your plate and really kind of leaving some of those other aspects like dessert and bread and alcohol off, especially if you're eating out on a consistent basis. Now, if it's a once in a while thing and it's a special occasion, absolutely enjoy yourselves and indulge. But if you're someone that goes to lunch on a daily basis with colleagues, then having a strategy like this in place will go a long way of keeping you where you want to be. We talked about the importance of blood sugar and why it's important to have a lower blood sugar versus a higher blood sugar and how refined carbohydrates and sugar consumption really are problems um, when it comes to raising that blood sugar and that by eating healthy fat and avoiding some of those things, you can reduce that blood sugar, which in all will reduce the likelihood of things like diabetes or other high blood sugar related um, chronic diseases that are really prevalent in our society, unfortunately. I talked about earthing or grounding and the idea about walking barefoot outside and allowing the negative ions in the earth to kind of really kind of help your body relax and recharge and the importance of that. We talked about sun gazing, the idea about looking directly at the sun for a short period of time during certain times of the day and how that can create some benefits uh, to your overall health and, and energy levels. Um, and, uh, you know, that's a very unique talent. I'm not pro 
proponing, uh, not a proponent of you just going up and staring at the sun all day, but it is something that uh, is wild and it's something to to think about. Um, if you're ever in a uh, kind of 30 minutes as the sun goes up or as go down is, is kind of the idea of when you do it. But benefits include vitamin D production, increased in energy, improved eyesight, enhanced immune function, decrease in stress, nutrients for your brain, and overall improvement of mood. So all good things to do there. I talked about sunburns and that obviously getting sun is important for health, but burning our skin is not, and that can lead to cancers and some other issues uh, that utilizing some light clothing or shade or some other strategies and not necessarily slothing uh, or slathering on chemically-laden suntan oils that certainly are prevalent in our society, that there's other benefits or other better options out there to, to, to look at. I talked about then uh, three health mistakes men make. And I shared that they are, uh, they try to out king their queen, that we think that, well, if I exercise really hard today, that it won't matter what I eat. And the idea that that doesn't work. We talked about un, undervaluing sleep, that sleep really is important for health as well as weight loss and overall health and, and wellness, that sleep is our rest and restorative time. And that we as men sometimes try to um, burn, uh, you know, at both ends and and really uh, not get enough sleep. And that's a major mistake. And lastly, a lot of men just avoid getting the help that they need, that we feel like we're self-sufficient or we're embarrassed to talk to to other men or or doctors or providers about what it is that we're we're striving for. And so um, really kind of implementing a strategy around getting help, getting good sleep, and then making sure that you're not trying to outdo your king, but instead implementing strategies around your queen. We're all good. I then shared um, uh, the idea or the concept of sober curious and that during the month of July, I went dry and I chose to not consume alcohol for an entire month and the challenges around that. And I never really kind of came back and gave a a uh, 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 kind of a report on how that went, but it was really amazing experience. And so let me challenge you this year at some point to pick a period of time. If alcohol is something that you consume to, to avoid it for a month and just kind of see what it is that, um, you know, a, if it has an effect on your life, like you think it may or may not have. And really, um, what lessons you can learn as a result of it. I learned a lot of my drinking was habitual. It was just um, time, place, weather, atmosphere had really nothing to do with the true desire to need or want the beverage. And I found uh, suitable alternatives. So let me encourage you to do that um, this year at some point. Um, I then talked about uh, the benefits of camping that my family and I like to do a lot of camping and that we unplug and get into the wilderness and the benefits of nature and sleeping under the stars. And so if you get a chance to camp this year, camp. I then talked about uh, three muscle gaining tips. And as men, we really like to gain muscle um, for the most part. I mean, I guess I can't speak for every man out there, but I know that's something that a lot of men think about um, as how do we lose fat but not compromise our muscle and what are some things that we can do to to gain muscle 
And some of those tips that I shared on that were eat eat lots of protein. The fact that uh, protein is the building block of muscle and that we should be eating about 0.8 to 1.5 grams of protein per pound uh, that you want to have on your frame. Uh, We talked about using weight um, to compound multi-joint exercises, so lifting something heavy, um, things that utilize multiple areas of the body, that, that we don't forget our legs, for instance, uh, that legs are our biggest muscles and that we should be really concentrating on that to build some muscle and, and to boost some of that muscle building strategy. And then again, um, we talked about sleep, that again, when we don't sleep, we're not resting and repairing. And one of that part is uh, not gaining muscle. So we need that to, um, to really push ourselves in the gloom, that good night's sleep. So, you know, making sure that we're getting protein, doing weight, weighted exercise on multi-joint um, at a time, and then getting plenty of sleep on a consistent basis for all things that we shared about gaining tips or gaining muscle. We then talked about the bee stings. Um, I shared that I'd been staying at an AO and that uh, it was no fun, but there's strategies around what we can do to, to reduce the, the, the swelling um, around a bee sting, natural things that we can do. I then shared a strategy around the Bulgarian or split squat and the benefits around that. I talked about hiking and the importance, again, like camping, getting out into the wilderness, breathing fresh air, unplugging for a while. I then talked about the neti pot itself and then that it's a great way of de- uh, decongesting our, our sinuses as well as flushing allergies and really kind of just cleaning our system uh, out there. I talked about egg yolks and that the yolk really compa- uh, contains tons of healthy fat that we shouldn't avoid the yolk uh, we shouldn't necessarily be eating egg whites, but that fat in the yolk is just um, saturated with good fat-soluble vitamins and things that really help our overall nutrition and health. And that egg yolks on a daily basis is a fantastic thing to eat. I then shared that I bought a weighted vest and that adding a weighted vest to your workout routine is a great way of adding resistance to, again, boost testosterone and boost overall muscle building. And I will say that that's been a fun addition to my workouts, adding that weighted vest. I then talked about muscle cramping and that none of us are immune to that. And it's the quickest way of kind of taking uh, somebody that's way out on the 12 back to the six uh, when they get muscle cramps. And I shared things like pickle juice and hydration and utilizing salt uh, are all great ways of reducing muscle cramps, as well as proper hydration and, and exercise that we don't try to train too fast, that we take our time and that we train appropriately is a great way of reducing muscle cramps. I then shared about salt lamps and having a salt lamp in your room and how that can help with overall ions and just uh, energy and some of the benefits surrounding that. Uh, then we talked about the best sleeping position that whether it's your backside or stomach, that sleep is imp- that sleep in and of itself is important. But from a postural standpoint, from a from a wear and tear daily standpoint, that sleeping on our back 
was ideal. And that if you couldn't sleep on your back, that you could work on training it, or then you wanted to be on your side. That we wanted to avoid stomach sleeping as much as possible because of the way our, uh, our neck gets turned, the pressure we put on our lower back um, are all things that we want to avoid um, on a daily and, and certainly monthly and, and yearly basis. Then I talked about uh, the benefits of an exercise ball and how you could utilize that as a desk chair, how that built core stability muscles and some of the things that you could do on a daily basis with that. Um, I then talked about air fresheners and just like disinfectants, we talked about that a lot of the commercial grade air fresheners were problematic in our, um, in our environment, that they contain chemicals and toxins and things that we don't need to be breathing. And we could use things like essential oils and other natural products instead of that. I then talked about the importance of quiet time and the, the, the importance of kind of disconnecting from our busy lives, that we needed a time to reflect and to think about what our day is about and, and just pray or meditate or whatever that might be. And, and really how adding that to your daily routine is a great way of resetting and, and really preparing yourself for, for what, what's coming up next. Uh, I then shared a little bit of my gratitude around uh, F3 and, and the Give to Give campaign and just uh, why F3 uh, meant and was important to me. And uh, hopefully most of you guys were able to give to that cause. It sounds like we kind of knocked it out of the park when it came to really contributing this year uh, to that foundation and what it means. And um, uh, I'm just so thankful for F3 and, and what it's meant in my life. I then talked about the immune system and things to boost it, especially during these winter months. It's important to think about what we can do to boost our immune system. And certainly nutrients are things that we can utilize like vitamin D, zinc, uh, vitamin C. Talked about decreasing our stress levels and allowing ourselves to have that disconnect um, from our busy lives. Uh, adding sleep in um, is another one that uh, is really going to be beneficial to boosting that immune system. We talked about um, prebiotics, that probiotics are very popular, and that's the good gut bacteria that we can consume that helps populate the gut. But that prebiotics are kind of that insoluble fiber that feeds the prebiotics and another aspect of a and strategy of, of a healthy gut and overall health. I then shared some uh, tips around Thanksgiving and how to approach that meal um, and, and really the idea behind getting active during the day, have a plan going into it and really just allowing yourself to enjoy it, but then getting back on the wagon as soon as possible on the back end. We then talked about um, a strategy on um, staying uh, strong through the through the end of the year. That um, as the holiday season approached, that it wasn't an opportunity to completely abandon your strategy up to this point with your health and your nutrition. That use this opportunity to kind of pick a goal and decide what it is that you wanted to accelerate in. And and that's something again, if you hadn't done. Moving forward, you should do. Uh, think about where you want to be in 30 days from today. Uh, think about what you want to weigh. Think about how many Merkins you want to be able to accomplish, how many days you want to consistently be posting in the gloom 30 days from now. And make it a point and put a strategy together 
to, to do that. And then I shared some other tips like drinking water, the importance of first thing in the morning, drink some water. And then I revisited the quiet time, um, uh, importance as well. And, and that really kind of wrapped up all the tips that I shared throughout the year. And, and I know some of you guys were probably thinking, oh yeah, I remember this one or I've implemented that one. And some of you might be thinking, oh yeah, I don't ever remember hearing about that. And I'm glad I hear it now. Um, and like I mentioned earlier, um, the whole idea um, is to really kind of put health and wellness in the forefront of your mind and, and pick and choose what it is that you're willing to try and implement. Um, certainly, you don't do, need to be implementing all of these things to be healthy. Um, I, you know, my goal uh, with every week is just to share something that I've discovered maybe recently or something I've been doing for a long time. And my day today is, is try to um, string along as many good things as possible. And I'm certainly not perfect. And I'm certainly um, someone who fails pretty consistently. But uh, more importantly, I'm someone that keeps trying. And that's really what we're just asking of you guys is that as you approach 2022, that you make it better than 2021, whatever that level was for you. Uh, for some of you, it's going to be a big jump maybe. And, and for others, it might just be one or, one or two degrees better. And that's really all we need to do to kind of see a significant change in our life. So anyway, as we wrap up 2021 and we're into 2022, I just want to, again, thank you um, for listening to this show, for giving me this opportunity to share with you on a weekly basis, both on the COT podcast as well as on this platform. And I'm really looking forward to making 2022 a fantastic year, one that we can really accelerate as a, as a nation, as an organization, as we add people to it. And um, again, like I mentioned at a previous show, I'm always looking for, for great guests and uh, experts and people that have had a transformation to, to share their story and to share their gifts with our listeners. So if that's you, once again, you can reach out to me at Bones. B-O-N-E-S at Hunt for Wellness. That's F-O-R wellness.com or on the Slack. But uh, anyway, guys, uh, happy new year to you. Um, I hope everyone has a safe and prosperous 2022. And I'll catch you guys soon. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Hunt for Wellness podcast please rate and review our show and be sure to share it with your F3 brothers. As always, we are looking for inspiring stories to share and health experts to interview. So if that's you, please reach out to me at bones at huntforwellness.com, on the nation's Slack at Bones, or Twitter at HFW Podcast. And until next time, this has been Bones guiding the packs of F3 Nation on their hunt for wellness.